What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Asian MMA Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything going on in the world of Asian MMA. And this episode is brought to you by Muay Thai Fights in a Cage with 4-Ounce Gloves, because why not? I'm Dana Bluen, and today is your Asian MMA Weekend Recap. Now, we had a fair amount of action going on this weekend in Asia, uh, specifically focused in Thailand and Japan. And I'm going to say we probably won't see anything from Malaysia or Indonesia for a month or so because this is Ramadan. Those are both Muslim countries. So a lot of the fighters are fasting. They're getting, you know, they're not really working out as much. Some of them are because they're absolute monsters, but, you know, they're not in competition uh, mode. So give them a month or so, and then I'm sure Malaysia and Indonesia are going to be right back at it, putting on shows, especially grassroots shows for us in the next month or so but for now you know we've got you know some thailand action and we've got some japan action to get into so let's jump right into it and i want to start off in japan where we had deep 89 go down this was a really fun card and the main event we saw satoshi yamasu overcome really early uh adversity to stop uh daiki hara and he was able to retain the uh, deep featherweight strap now, Hada came out strong, I mean, really strong, and he was putting a ton of pressure on Yamasu throughout the first and, uh, first round, and he had him in some trouble at the end of that first round. You know, really towards the end, it, it looked like Hada was going to pull it out, comes to an end, you know, they go back, they come back out in the second round, and Hada wanted to pick up right where he left off. He wanted to come out hard again. And it was really just one shot from Yamasu that floored Hada. He jumps on his back, and he works for a finish from ground and pound, and he gets the TKO, retains the strap. Now, another interesting fight on this card, we saw uh, Trevin Jones from Guam take home a second-round submission win via Ranika Choke against uh, Takafumi Utsaka. Really good fight. Very technical. I, I love the submission win, and you know, I like to see where this goes. I, I really, really like Deep in, in some of the things that they're doing. So, you know, they put on a, a good amount of shows, so there's always something there to follow. Now, in other interesting fight news that we have coming out of Japan, well, sort of Japan, this weekend, Road FC, World Series of Fighting, and tough veteran Jay Kwon signed a multi-fight deal with Risen. You guys all know Risen. It's this uh, kind of like the new pride. This amazing Japanese promotion with some fantastic fights. And I'll be honest, I love Risen as a fit for Jake because his style is a good fit to it. And look, he's a big dude. And if you're a big dude fighting in Asian MMA, Risen is where you want to be. So I'm excited to see what they do with Jake, what type of matchups they get for him. We haven't seen anything on that specifics yet. Hopefully, we'll get something really soon. Now, next, we got to jump over to Bangkok, where we had one championship. Uh, they held their Warriors of Light event, and this was a really Muay Thai-heavy card. Now, and so I, I didn't talk about this a lot leading up to it. Most of the fights on the card were either Muay Thai or K1 Rules Kickboxing. A few MMA fights, and a few that, that I really liked. I did a full recap of that event and some of the ups and downs with my friend Leon from uh, Asian Persuasion MMA in the previous episode. So you can go check that out if you want. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. We go through most of the fights on the card and talked about really what we thought of the event. 
And I, I will say overall, it turned out to be a fun card. I wasn't that excited about it going into it, but I, the fights really captivated me. The stories really captivated me. So, you know, I, w- I was really tuned in as I was watching it. Now, the MMA fight that stood out the most to me, and it wasn't one that I was really expecting to be the standout, but it was because of the, the fighter who won, Shoku Sada. He faced off against uh, Mark Abelado from Fairtex. And I've got to say, Mark has been on an absolute tear. And I, I didn't really expect to see what I saw from Sato. And that was essentially him controlling range and, and timing in, in just such a masterful way in this fight. I, he really made Mark almost look like an amateur. Mark was swinging at nothing. Sato's movement, his range, his timing, everything was on point. And for a guy like Mark, who's absolutely been on a tear to look, you know, the way he did against Sato, I was just super impressed with Sato, who he ended up going on to get the uh, TKO stoppage in the second. And, you know, I I will say for me, the stoppage was a bit early. I I do feel that. And it was offensively early. And you could even see Mark protesting as soon as it got stopped. But I don't want to take anything away from Sato because just the game plan he executed and the way he went about it was beautiful. And I I can't wait to see what's next for him. I think if he continues to perform like that and and control that distance and that range, he's going to be someone who a lot of people in one championship at this weight have trouble with just because it's unlike anything else in the uh, organization right now. And, And I was just blown away. Another fantastic fight was Ponksri versus Robin Catalan. And Ponksri is an absolute monster. I've seen him fighting on the Thailand circuit for a very long time. One of the things that really stood out to me, though, is that his game looked much more well-rounded. He, his skill set has really matured. You know, he was much more of a striker early on. And now it seems that he, he's really putting the pieces together. He's taking his training more seriously, which I, I know from... Um, talking to other people at his old camp that he never really did that before. So maybe the move down to Tiger has really kind of spurred that in him. He looked outstanding. And I mean, he, but the story of the night, no matter how good his ground looked, the story of the night with him was the knees and to finish a fight on on a body shot knee is absolutely impressive. And, you know, Ponksery was able to close it out in the first round with, with shots to the body from knees. And he was just so dominant in the clinch. And, and when you actually see someone who's got a Muay Thai background, who's a fantastic clinch fighter, and the strength and the control that they're able to exert on their opponent, it's a thing of beauty to watch. Now, the, the third MMA fight I want to talk about on that card was one I was the most excited for going into it. And unfortunately, it had a really anticlimactic ending, but, you know, for the better, uh, which was actually Kazuki Tokidome squaring off with Adrian Pang. Now, if you guys have ever seen Adrian Pang fight, he is a ball of just aggression and power, and he's like this little compressed version of the Hulk. He's phenomenal to watch fights, incredibly violent, and one of my favorite fighters to watch. He, he does have this brawling kind of style and he's incredibly tough and you know i really thought that 
he was going to bring that to this fight. And it just seemed that he wasn't able to turn it on. Or every time he would try to turn it on, he would get stalled out because he was really just getting picked apart by uh, Kazuyuki. And, you know, Kazuyuki was doing a good job of touching up Adrian. And he ended up landing a shot that cut Adrian up on the forehead. And they broke against the fence, and the ref stepped in, called the doctor to check the cup, because I'm assuming because of the position of the cup being above the eyes. And, you know, good call to check it out, and the doctor came in and waved it off right away. So, it's really an anticlimactic fight, and I thought it could have been something really special. I hope they get the opportunity to run it back, because I don't think either of those guys wanted that fight to end that way and i would just love to see that fight get get run back again however you know the, the sad thing is that it sort of puts an anticlimactic end to a fight that you were really looking forward to but what would you guys think of the fights this weekend in asia did i miss an organization that that you follow if, if so let me know i'll you know i'll start watching if there's something out there i'm not watching i'd love to catch up on it um what was your favorite you know, what, what was your favorite fight this weekend or your favorite event? And, and what are you looking forward to next week? I'd love to know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Now, to stay up to date with all things Asian MMA, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook. I've got all the links to everything down in the show notes. Check it out.